Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 964. Today we hear from Tim, who asks, After a years-long slump in reading and writing from serious depression, I'm finally powering back up. Woohoo! Congratulations, man. I'm curious if I should still take care about burnout, because I don't believe in writing too much. Do you think you can write too much? I think that burnout comes in one of three forms. One form is that you're not filling your tank as fast as you're letting the, the words flow out. Creativity requires raw materials. Some of those raw materials come from inside you. Some of those raw materials come from the culture around you. And uh, it's the intersection of that which you love and or are obsessed with and can't forget, and that which you're chewing on, stewing over in your own head. You've come out of a big depressive phase recently, and the thing about depression is that mechanically, the way depression works is your brain gets into problem-solving loops and it can't solve the problems, either because they're not well-defined or because they're of a sort that they're not solvable, but your brain gets obsessed with them, and you can't close the loop. So you get stuck in this interminable waiting state, this kind of emotional grayness, this white noise. Um, it can happen because you're starved for love and affection. It can happen because you've gotten hung up on a trauma or a setback, and the emotional ramifications of it are things that you're just having a hell of a time coming to grips with. It can happen because you're not getting regular sleep, and so your brain just isn't quite functioning right. And so it's encountering everyday problems, and it's not triaging them correctly. Um, it can happen because you're sick, and so you've got the same kind of problem going on. Um, one of the, and because of this, one of the things that is indicated for treatment, behavioral treatment of depression, is assigning people to read mystery novels and do crossword puzzles. Because the completion of those tasks reminds your brain that not everything is an open loop. It gives you a fresh experience of solving a puzzle, of resolving a problem. This might be why the most popular uh, phone games are either word search crossword puzzles or those connect four mm -hmm. type of um, mm -hmm. gem destruction yep. games. Which brings us to the second kind of burnout that also is related to depression, and that comes from Kafka traps. Mm. Um, Any time where you have responsibility but no agency, mm -hmm. where you cannot perform 
a function socially, personally, intellectually that you must perform in order for something you care about to happen, whether it's to get a paycheck or to have meaning in life or to have a relationship work or whatnot, you're going to burn out. And that, and it's really hardcore burnout when, when you do it this way. Mm -hmm. This is what killed, it almost actually killed me a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was desperately working to get the truck that is now for sale finished so that we could drive it out to the west to get on the land. And because of where I was working on it, I was literally at the second most remote place for supply lines in North America. Or at least in the contiguous in United States. In the contiguous States. United States, yes. And that meant that I couldn't just go down to the auto parts store and get the parts. I had to go down and order the parts. And then the parts had to be ordered correctly, and they had to be shipped from hundreds of miles away to the auto parts store. And then I had to drive the 50 miles to the auto parts store to pick them up and come back and fit them to the vehicle. And if they had shipped the wrong part... I had to go and repeat the process. Mm -hmm. So what should have been a and, and six you could never just And you could never just call the auto parts store and ask for the part. You had to go down to the auto parts mm -hmm. store and talk to the people because... Because it was an older vehicle. It was an older vehicle and they almost never could find everything mm -hmm. on there unless you were micromanaging the situation. Right. And between the fact that it was an older vehicle between and we weren't in a place close to the supply lines and the people that worked at the auto parts store weren't car people, which is something that was new to me because all the places I'd lived before that, the people in the auto parts stores were car people. And um, there, it was like all the possible things were arrayed against. Mm -hmm. So what should have been a six to 12 week project took two and a half years and there was so much writing on it that on what was the last task that absolutely had to be completed before we drove out I made a minor mistake that would that should have taken two minutes to correct and when I discovered the mistake I had almost a complete psychotic break because I had been in this endless Kafka trap where my best effort wasn't good enough to make progress that felt real mm -hmm. for so long. I, I don't remember the details, but you... I hooked a hose up wrong and I bled transmission fluid all over the garage Right, floor. and I, I don't remember what you were trying to do to solve it, but what you were looking... You were running around the house looking for something that was completely unrelated to the problem that you were trying to solve, and... I couldn't yeah. even understand I had gotten, what it was that you I had were gotten to do. it into my head that if I borrowed a sedan from the neighbor and I could I could run it down to Boston, I could figure I, I could then get all the parts I would possibly need and come back, even though I didn't know what parts I needed and I actually didn't need any other parts. And I would be able to magically fix everything if only the sedan was wide enough that I could fit the biggest possible part for this vehicle, aside from the engine block, into the car. And it was an inch too narrow. And so I was trying to figure out ways to reconfigure the interior of this sedan in order to fit the parts. It was completely mental. <laughs> um, and at that point, Kitty sat me down and she said, stop, you've gone nuts. And... She found a way to resolve the situation that calmed me down. 
But it took me three months to recover from that so that I was operating at something like what I would consider, consider reasonable adult efficiency. And it was, the experience was so unbelievably upsetting that it was a good year before I was functioning properly again. So Kafka traps are really bad cause of burnout. And then the final major cause of burnout is simply exhaustion. And I'm not talking about creative exhaustion. I'm talking about emotional exhaustion. The world that we live in is really weird. Um, it's not what the world we live in has been built for the machines that we built to solve the problems of the world we used to live in. It's not built for us. And we've spent the last two or three generations trying to remake trying to remake our mental natures and our cultures in order to allow us to serve the machines that were built to serve us because we have to serve the machines in order to get them to do what they what we want and out of this has come a lot of good stuff including newer machines that allow us not to be so tightly wedded to the rhythms of machines but the culture that we grew up in is still as a consequence of this weird dynamic, ill-suited to the way our minds and bodies work. And so it is very easy to do everything right, according to the best of what we know, and to still run ourselves ragged to the point of such exhaustion that we can't function as human beings, except when we're trying desperately to get our work done. If exhaustion is the thing that has caused your burnout or that is pushing you towards burnout, the only response that is meaningful, that is a long-term solution, is deliberate decadence. And I'm not talking about simple hedonism here. I'm talking about deliberately finding ways to lose yourself in relationships and aesthetic experiences and physical experiences that reconnect you with why life is worth going through all this shit for. It could be for you a symphony. It could be re-watching the movies of your youth. After one particularly... Uh, the, in fact, the only other thing in my adult life that caused me to hit the skids hard like that, it wasn't a burnout thing. It was a relational break that it, there was a betrayal that I experienced that was just in really difficult to process. Um, my way out of it involved watching DuckTales. Mm. I watched DuckTales for a week. I watched every episode. Mm -hmm. I did nothing else but watch DuckTales. And it reconnected me to all the things about my life that I love and care about because I watched DuckTales as a kid during some of the best times in my life. Mm -hmm. And that was the hedonic experience that I needed in order to pull out of that. Whatever, it, what it is that takes you to get out of that kind of exhaustion experience will be different, but it needs to be, you need to reconnect with something that brings meaning or brought meaning to your life. And once you get that, then the rest 
that you get to recover from the exhaustion will be meaningful rest rather than inactivity during which you're obsessing. Really enjoy the little things in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something for that works for, for me is learning about a thing helps me to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. So, like, learning how... Learning the chemistry of how bread works, I got lost in baking as as a joy and an art, and mm-hmm. it was a restorative thing. Even if the bread totally felt flat and was dense as a brick and didn't work. Yeah. Part and yeah, part of the part of the recovery process from exhaustion induced um, burnout and depression is delight. And being able to play at something, and you found a way to play with bread. Mm-hmm. I found a way to play with the fiction of, with the cartoons of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Play is the solution to exhaustion. Yeah. So that's what we got. Hopefully it helps. I'm so glad that you're coming back online, man. You're, uh, you write some creative stuff. So uh, thank you very much for the question, Tim. And we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.